welcome to ReachMD. You're listening to a special edition of Advances in Women's Health, sponsored by BD Diagnostics, committed to helping all people live healthy lives. This program is brought to you by an educational grant from BD Diagnostics. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, there are nearly 46 million women between the ages of 50 and 80, and over 2.8 million breast cancer survivors. Issues of vaginal health, such as dryness and pain, are quite commonly seen in postmenopausal women, breast cancer survivors, as well as women who've had a hysterectomy. Today we have with us Dr. Mickey Karam, who's going to discuss an innovative new treatment for these women. Dr. Mickey Karam is an internationally renowned urogynecologist and pelvic surgeon. He's the director of the research division in women's health at the Christ Hospital and professor of obstetrics and gynecology and neurology at the University of Cincinnati School of Medicine. He is honorary editor-in-chief of the International Urogynecology Journal and the consumer publication Women's Health Today. He is the co-founder and president of the Foundation for Female Health Awareness past chairman of the board of the American Urogynecological Society Foundation, past president of the American Urogynecology Society, and he has published more than 200 scientific articles and book chapters and has co-authored textbooks entitled Urogynecology and Reconstructive Pelvic Surgery and Atlas of Pelvic Anatomy and Gynecologic Surgery. He has directed numerous postgraduate teaching courses throughout the U.S. and abroad and has been invited to lecture and perform live surgery throughout the United States, Europe, Asia, South America, and Australia. Dr. Karam, it's such an honor to have you here today with us. Thank you for having me. Dr. Karam, can you further define these problems of vaginal health that so many women are, suffer from and are affected by? Sure. Uh, so what you're talking about from a medical standpoint is a condition that used to be called vaginal atrophy. They've now recently renamed it to uh, something called genitourinary syndrome of menopause. And what that really means is that as women lose their natural estrogen via that is secreted from, from their ovaries, the vaginal tissues basically start to dry up. So as a woman passes through menopause at the average age of 51, over the next few years, since that estrogen is gone that should have been coming from the ovaries, the vaginal tissues start to become thinner and drier. Another situation where that could occur would be someone who is put into surgical menopause by actually having her ovaries removed at the time of a hysterectomy or if she has an ovarian disease. And finally, the third uh, group of women that you alluded to are breast cancer survivors. And um, uh, these women, unfortunately, um, can't take estrogen as a supplement in the majority of cases. And many of them are also placed on medicines that are anti-estrogen that basically, again, promote this sort of menopausal state. So within a few years, the vagina becomes thin it becomes dry, and it becomes very sensitive. That sort of histology that results creates a lot of significant quality of life symptoms, most notably extreme pain with intercourse, um, uh, like I said, vaginal dryness, burning, itching, 
even some lower urinary tract symptoms like frequency and urgency. So what treatments do providers use now for these women? Well, this has been a very difficult area to treat. Um, The only treatments available currently are estrogens. Um, Those can be given orally, transdermally, or locally into the vagina. The ones that have the best success are obviously the ones that are given directly into the vagina. However, these are However, these are um, uh, somewhat messy and uh, compliance is an issue. They have to take them for prolonged periods of time and stay on them to actually see the benefit. More recently, the FDA has approved an oral medication called Osphenia, which is an estrogen agonist antagonist. So in certain parts of the body, it antagonizes estrogen. In certain parts of the body, it promotes estrogen. It has the same contraindications related to breast cancer and other issues that estrogen has, um, and also it needs to be taken for prolonged periods of time. Uh, These medicines are also somewhat on the expensive side. So up until recently, those were the only therapies that we had short of just, you know, natural vaginal lubricants and things like that. Could you discuss this new therapy called the Mona Lisa Touch? Sure. So Mona Lisa Touch is the name that's been to a uh, laser procedure that is done in the vaginal canal. It's a fractional CO2 dot laser. Um, the therapy has been utilized extensively uh, in, in Italy with, uh, to date, three peer-reviewed publications on its efficacy. But basically, in a nutshell, what, what it does is it, it penetrates into the deeper layers of the vaginal wall into the lamia propria, and it stimulates fibroblasts and collagen production. It creates a moisture that 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 um, would be analogous to what one had prior to menopause, and it basically over time uh, converts the histology back to normal. If you look at what we call a maturation index, when someone passes into menopause, the superficial layers of the vagina basically go away, and the majority of the cells are deeper cells, basal and parabasal cells. What the laser does is it, it stimulates the, the deeper layers and basically recreates a superficial layer. Um, the data was extremely compelling from Italy, and we were fortunate to be uh, one of two sites in the United States that recently studied it, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that study in a few minutes. But it's a it, the therapy is um, it's an office procedure, takes literally minutes to do, doesn't require any anesthesia, doesn't require any downtime. And again, the preliminary uh, results with this have been very encouraging. So what are the benefits of this option? The biggest benefit is going to be in patients who either have failed hormone therapy or can't take hormone therapy, i.e. breast cancer survivors. And the benefit is, is the results occur almost immediately. As part of this trial, we had to see patients at one week out, and you would see significant subjective improvement in these symptoms. So it's, I think, beneficial in the sense that it doesn't require any medicine or any ongoing medicine and it's fairly quick, very minimally invasive, and can be done without any anesthesia in an office setting. And what about the ideal candidate for this procedure? Are there any contraindications? There would be very few contraindications. The biggest would be, obviously, any unknown 
lesion in the vagina, i.e. anything precancerous or cancerous in the vagina, which would be exceedingly rare, or any active infection in the vagina. Obviously, you wouldn't want to treat somebody who has an infected nidus somewhere in the vagina. Can you describe a little bit the procedure, the actual procedure, how it would work? So basically, the patient comes in as they would for any gynecologic exam, and the probe is a probe that, that is inserted into the vagina. It has some markings on it at one centimeter intervals, and so you basically insert the probe to the top of the vagina. You mark how long the vagina is. For example, we'll say it's eight centimeters or nine centimeters long, and then you basically shoot the laser at every centimeter depth of the vagina, starting at the, at the top of the vagina, rotating the probe to two locations with the newer probe, and slowly withdrawing it out of the vagina. So if the vagina were nine centimeters long, the laser would be shot at two points in every centimeter depth of the vagina until you work your way out. The procedure, as I said, lasts less than three or four minutes. And so women would be able to go to their gynecologist in an office setting, correct, for this procedure? Absolutely. It's, uh, it doesn't require um, any preoperative medications. There's no medications given for the procedure. Um, the 30 patients in the trial that we did, none of them were, were, were not able to tolerate the procedure. Minimal to no pain. And you mentioned these clinical trials. Can you discuss your results further? Sure. So um, we, were, we were approached by the company DECA, which is based out of Florence, Italy. They had studied this therapy extensively in Italy and wanted to get some data in the United States. So I was approached here in Cincinnati, and then we reached out to a Dr. Eric Sokol at Stanford, and each of us agreed to do a small pilot study of 15 patients at each site. And all of these patients had to have clinical evidence of, of vaginal atrophy. They could not have been on any hormone creams for at least three months. So it was a very pure group. In both cohorts, we had a handful of breast cancer patients. And basically, these were patients that, that had the symptoms that we described, most notably by far the most common is, is uh, dyspruny or pain with intercourse, but also burning and itching and, and some of the other symptoms. And we have just completed the three-month follow-up on the 30 patients. We're analyzing the data right now, and it will be submitted for publication in the first quarter of 2015. But the results were overwhelmingly successful. The visual analog scales commonly went from pain scores of 8 and 9 out of 10 down to literally 1 to 2 out of 10. The vagina became more acidic, which is, goes right along with a vagina of a premenopausal patient. The breast cancer patients, we have at least three of them that were not able to have any intercourse prior to this therapy or now are having pain-free intercourse. So the results were tremendously successful um, in, in our original pilot studies. So is this procedure available to consumers in the United States currently? So we just came off protocol. Unfortunately, at the present time, the only available machine or the only available place to get treatment is here in Cincinnati. Stanford will, will soon be offering it as well. And in the, literally in the next 30 days, there will be probably another four or five functional machines. Probably the best place to track that would be to go to the Sinusure, C-Y-N-O-S-U-R-E, which is the laser company that will be marketing the laser here in the United States. Just go to their website, and there will be a page on there for the Mona Lisa Touch 
that will keep people updated on the status of where this treatment is available. And in your experience with the laser, did any of these patients experience side effects? There's not too many things you can say this about, but we really had no side effects at all. The only pain that we saw was in the initial treatment because some of these women's vaginas were so dry and sensitive, it was a bit painful to get the probe up to the top of the vagina. But short of that, we had no one that we had to stop the therapy, no one that required any post-operative medicines, no infections. In this cohort of 30 patients, there were no uh, side effects that we could demonstrate. And can you talk a little bit about insurance coverage as well as cost of these procedures for patients? Unfortunately, there is currently no CPT code for this procedure, so it is going to be a fee-for-service or out-of-pocket expense. What we're charging here in Cincinnati is $500 a treatment, and a treatment cycle is three treatments, six weeks apart. So the the entire initial therapy would be $1,500. And again, that's the charge here in Cincinnati. Um, it, It very well could be more than that in other locations. We'll have to see whether that stands up at that price over time or not. And are there any plans for any larger clinical trials or further studies? Um, And are there longer studies out of Europe? There's probably at least uh, 300 patients on protocol in Italy, and they've treated well over 1,000. There is longer follow-up. Their data would seem to indicate that the initial treatment of three treatments seems to be efficacious for at least a year. And uh, we will be going ahead with more studies to look at other potential indications as well as to validate the results of our pilot trial. Um, There'll be ongoing trials being initiated here in, in early 2015. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Karam, for that wonderful review of the Mona Lisa Touch, and hopefully many patients will benefit from this procedure. Uh, any final thoughts? The preliminary data on this was surprising to everyone, and, and I just want to reiterate that this is a huge therapeutic area in which many women are suffering in silence with these symptoms. Uh, obviously, at the, at the top of that list are, are breast cancer patients. So I hope this is something that we bring to market that is uh, going to be very well received by a large segment of our population. Thank you for your time, Dr. Karam. Thank you. You've been listening to ReachMD. The preceding program was sponsored by BD Diagnostics, committed to helping all people live healthy lives. If you have missed any part of this discussion and to listen to others in the special series of advances in women's health, visit ReachMD.com forward slash women's health. Thank you for listening.